Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Suplex Show with Brett A. I'm your host, Brett, and today we're back, by the way. We haven't been we haven't it's a big return, big return. We haven't I think our last episode was I wanna say last week's NXT review. Was the NXT? Yeah, Wednesday's NXT review. So and then uh it took some time off for the fourth of July holiday. And uh, I'm back. I'm back with uh, this week's Raw review. And uh, it's kind of sad because I'd say Raw was on a decent streak of being not great, but solid. And this week was kind of back to the not very good, not not very good stuff. So, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, the main talking point of the show, I would probably say, I don't know if I can say there is one. But probably WWE ruining Nikki Cross, potentially. Yeah, I'd probably say that's what it is. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd probably say WWE ruining Nikki Cross. So, well, that's our main talking point. We'll get to that first. But, uh, you know, intro time. And this is, this. I might sound a bit rushed for this episode. That's because I am. I have to finish this episode quickly and get it out. Because then I have to go to something at... So, I'm currently recording that now. It's 8.56. I have a workout class at 10. So, uh, we're, we're working on borrowed 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 time. I guess you could say it's borrowed. But, yeah, um, we're working. We're trying, we're trying to get this one quickly done. Because if we do it then, because we don't have time later, because I have a showing for my house uh, later, and then I have, like, other things, like prior commitments. So, I need to... Hurry up and get this episode recorded. Whoa. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Um, so, but I did have a little thing to talk about in the intro. I'm getting a Wii. Do you remember Wii? Kids these days probably won't, you know. But back in my day, my first console ever was a Wii. Like the Nintendo Wii. Not not a Wii U, not a, a PS4, none of that stuff. I'm getting a Wii. And I'm getting, I'm trying to figure out the best possible lineup of games here for my Wii. Because Wii games... Are a bit costy because it's kind of a rare console but luckily i found someone who doesn't use their Wii anymore and they said i could have it and so i've taken theirs and then games i already have because i used to have a Wii and i have some of my old games i have super smash bros mario kart but i'm gonna get some wrestling games i think i'm gonna get smackdown vs raw 2012 and wwe 13 because the smackdown vs raw 2012 i've got that um i think i which are two quality games. It's it was either Smash SVR twenty um is it was either WWE twelve or I was gonna take SVR twenty eleven because the Wii compared to like the PS three doesn't have great capabilities so I didn't want to take any of the earlier SVRs because I feel like they just would not be like a very good working game so I took that one and then it was WWE All Stars which on Wii looks horrendous and then um and then there's WWE thirty 13 WWE 12, which I had to pick between. And I picked WWE 12 because WWE 12 probably is the greatest universe mode of all time. And then I think it has probably the greatest road to WrestleMania of all time. With the There's a Sheamus one. There's a Triple H one. And then there's a one where like a WCW invasion over WWE um, 12, which it's a good game, but it's not like incredible. So, yeah, I, I went with them. Um, I went with, I'm going, I'm getting those, and then I'm getting some Lego games, some classic, like, Lego Star Wars, Lego Harry Potter, all those fun ones. You know, I'm very excited, very excited for this Wii thing. If you have any, like, suggestions for, like, really good Wii games, 
like chuck me, chuck me at suplexshow at gmail.com because I'm trying to build the ultimate Wii lineup. The ult- screw the PS4, screw the Xbox. It's nostalgia just took over me, and I was like, man, I want a Wii. I just felt, sorry about that. I just felt nostalgic, and I was like, I, I want a Wii. I need a Wii. It's Wii time. So, yeah, I'm going to stop saying we so much because, it's, A, it's kind of hard to say repeatedly in a row, and it sounds a little weird. And let's get to the – wait a second. Sorry, I was just checking Twitter. And uh, we have breaking news um, live while recording. It has just been discovered that Jimmy Uso, brother of Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, that guy, was res- arrested for DUI. Uh, cops say the wrestler blew a – on what I I believe is like a blood alcohol meter thing. Uh, This is being reported by TMZ, and apparently it's legit. Um, Okay, I didn't see this coming. Um, Shoot, I don't know if he's going to like get out on bail or I don't know. Uh, I'll update the situation as I can. Um, Shoot, he got arrested. Oh, God. I, this, he needs help, like. Like, he kind of, he does. Um, just because, like, this is the second time it's happened, too. Like, oh, boy. This is, I did not see this coming. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I'll update the situation as it goes on. But for now, that's kind of all we had. He's been arrested. And then, um, um. And he, like, apparently he blew his, like, they gave him some drug or alcohol test, sobriety, whatever you want to call it. He bombed him. Um, Okay. Um, According to Geo Records, Uso was booked, credit to TMZ, by the way, for this. Uso was booked with a misdemeanor DUI charge. He's currently still behind bars. Please say, please doc show Uso was also hit with citations for, he was also speeding and he ran red light. His bond is currently set at $500. So I assume he'll get out on bond and then he will, um, WWE will probably give him, is it 90 or 30 day suspension? I think it's 90. I think they'll give him the 90 day suspension. And then I don't know, maybe you'll have to go to like, Rehab, because I know WWE does some people there sometimes. I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Um, yeah, this, well, first of all, it sucks just because, you know, he's arrested. and But it sucks for WWE because, like, as much crap as people give them, but they, like, they gave this guy a second chance and it happened again. And I don't know. I'll have to see SmackDown this Friday. Now things become very interesting for this week, um, this week's SmackDown. Yeah, geez, okay. Um, this has just become a news episode. This is actually the Raw review, in case you didn't know. So uh, enough with the Jimmy Uso stuff. But uh, yeah, um, uh, let's get to the review. First thing we're talking about, so I'm a bit, like, on a bit, like, I guess you could say shocked by that. Like, totally caught me off guard. Um, first thing we're going to be talking about is uh, WWE ruining Nikki Cross. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Raw Raw Review Show. Um, this is kind of the main talking point of the show, in my opinion, because there wasn't really a talking point. Like, I kind of just scrambling to find one. Uh, was that WWE ruined Nikki Cross? 
So Nikki Cross was on a streak of wins. WWE had this whole thing where, oh my gosh, she had so much momentum. She had lost since her return. I'd say she was probably on roughly an eight-match winning streak, which for WWE is quite a bit because wins and losses don't matter unless your name is Roman Reigns and or Bobby Lashley, and he still loses sometimes, even in tonight's main event. Um, anyway, so it was Naomi, Asuka, Nikki, Ash. And Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Eva Marie, and Dewdrop. Not very smartly booked because either you bear you have all the women going into your big match at the pay-per-view, the Money in the Bank Raw contenders, you have them lose and look like absolute chumps, or you have the heels that consistently lose and need some heat back, like Eva Marie, Dewdrop, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, the people who lose constantly and need their heat back, you have them lose. What a predicament you find yourself in. Oh, Raw, you stupid idiots. Yeah, so not a great idea for a match in the first place. And so, um, yeah, not just not all around, just not very smart. And so Nikki Cross is riding this wave of momentum, and WWE's like, oh, my gosh, she's so good, even though all her wins have either been by lasting two minutes, winning by countout, winning by – has she won by disqualification? No, she rolled up someone twice. Uh, she won because someone else hit someone's finisher on some – she won a tag team match because – the two people they were taking each other on were arguing, and eventually Charlotte hit Ripley with the natural selection. Nikki covered her. So, yeah, Nikki Cross doesn't really have any clean wins, and so, but anyway, at least she was winning, you know. She was one of one of the, maybe even the favorites going into Money in the Bank, and then she just lost, Um, and she got pinned, which is even worse. I mean, if, like, Naomi gets pinned, like, at least, at least she didn't, but... She did get pinned, so that makes it even worse. Anyway, so let's talk about the match. Um, Eva Marie and Naomi started this match. It was the second match on the show. And um, Naomi managed to take control early because Eva Marie is horrible at wrestling. Um, she threw Eva Marie to the outside, and then um, Nikki and Asuka got in the ring, took out Jack Spacer and Dewdrop on the apron. Um Maria was able to get back in the ring, but then um, Osk- but then Alexa Bliss scared her by screaming. So um, Eva Marie got back out of the ring. Then we went to a commercial break. After the commercial break, Dewdrop, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash were in the ring, and then Asuka got tagged in, but she got taken out by- from a double team from Dewdrop and da- Jack, Nia Jax. Then Eva got the tag, but she immediately tagged Jax back in because her goal gimmick is that she can't wrestle, which is true. She can't wrestle. Um... Asuka and Naomi uh, did a double team that almost got the win on Baszler, but then Dewdrop broke out the pin. Uh, Nikki got countered in. Um, Nikki got tagged in, so did Jax. Uh, Jax went for some drop on Nikki. Nikki countered it, uh, but then Jax hit her with a second one and got the win without any of her friends breaking it up. And to make it even worse, sitting there, Nia Jax staring at the camera and like stuck out her tongue, which was weird. And then post-match, Eva Marie got to the microphone. Oh, and your winner is Eva Marie. Wow, yeah, what a gimmick. So, um, this sucked because, well, you, I mean, you could say that, oh, at least the heels got their heat back. Yeah, well, they beat everyone that's in your big match at the pay-per-view, making them all look like chumps. And the one they pinned was the one with the most momentum. Wow, what a great idea. What a great idea. Uh, the in-reaction here was short. It was whatever. It was av- It was average. It was okay. It was like I've never cared less. Um, but you, whatever, you know, just very poor booking. Like just stupid. Uh, 
yeah, fun. Love this show. I love it so much. Anyways, so yeah, uh, WWE potentially on the on the road to ruining Nikki Cross is always always a good time unless your name's Nikki Cross. So uh, yeah, uh, that's all for Nikki related ruining. Let's get to the rest of the show where everyone else got screwed over. Woohoo! Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brett A. And if for some reason you're just hopping back in, we we just left on a very sorry about the noise. I have to get up and close the door of my recording studio because for some reason it randomly opened. I don't know. Maybe I'm haunted. Not me. My house, I guess. Well, we are selling it, so that's I guess that's the new owner's problem. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're very sour note on this raw, especially after two weeks of not good raw, but decent raw, like, in, uh, I didn't mind watching it raw, we came back with trash raw, this raw sucked, and so we already talked about Nikki Cross getting ruined, so, um, I guess let's do the full play-by-play or something, because I hate this, I hate myself or something, I don't know, so, um, the show kicked off with, um, Ms. TV, which I do like Ms. TV, I think a lot of people don't, but I do, I like Ms. a lot, so, Miz and John Morrison kicked off the show with Miz TV. Miz was like, ooh, I know who my pick for the Money in the Bank matches. Ooh, it's Johnny Trip Trip. And then, um, and then they were like, yeah, but, and then they were like, yeah, but there's other people in the Money in the Bank match, like Drew McIntyre. And then Drew McIntyre came out. Um, and then Drew McIntyre came out. And WWE, I think they don't like Drew McIntyre. I, he must have, like, done something backstage, like, because they just, this show was not a good show if your name is Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre came out, and I'm reading this. I use Sportskedia just to, like, make sure I have everything, like, my notes correct. And I saw this one, so I had to – I'm quoting from Sportskedia, which is true. This is just an example. of Drew McIntyre came out and made some moisture-related puns about Miz and Morrison. That's that's what it says. That's what happened. He made some moisture-related puns. Anyway, after he was done with his moisture puns – um. No, Ricochet came out, and um, Ricochet was like, oh, I'm willing to do anything I can to win the contract because I'm a baby face, and I'll put it all on the line. And then uh, Riddle came out to the ring. Um, Riddle got up on the ladder, and he was standing on the top of the ladder. Do you get it? Because he's high. That's his thing. He's a stoner. He's high. Very subtle, WWE. Very, very subtle. Um, and he's like, when I win Money in the Bank, I'm going to do it for my best friend, Randy Orton, who is missing on this show again. We don't know why. Um, and then for some reason, AJ came out, uh, even though he's not even in this match. He lost twice. But he complained. He's like, oh, I should be in the Money in the Bank match because I didn't get pinned. Well, you still lost. And the other reason you didn't get pinned is because of Omos. So, uh, Yeah. But then Riddle on the top of the ladder, he's like, lol, you guys suck. And then Omos pushed the ladder over, and Riddle fell off. Um, and then so Riddle, like, the injured leg from last week, and AJ started just beating up his injured leg. And then Ricochet and Morrison started brawling. And then Drew close line Omos out of the ring. I thought we were going to go to a six-man tag, to be honest. Like, for I don't know how it would have worked out. Maybe, like, Morrison, Omos, and AJ versus... Riddle, yeah, 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 Ricochet and McIntyre. That's what I thought was going to happen. But um, actually, it was uh, Ricochet versus John Morrison. So um, we went to commercial after that, and I guess during the commercial break, everyone just politely cleared out of the ring. Because uh, when we came back, um, they were it was just it was just Miz there, who was obviously Morrison's manager of sorts, and Ricochet and Morrison. And so we came back, Morrison um, 
was on the advantage. He had a neck breaker for a near fall. And then he uh, threw Ricochet to the SI, threw him into the barricades a bunch. And then um, and then he powerbombed him into the barricade, which was pretty cool. Um, and then he did an aerial attack with Mrs. Wales here, which was nice. Um, uh, Ricochet got hit with a standing Spanish fly in the ring. Another nice spot there. Then Morrison put him in an abdominal stretch. Ricochet countered the hold and hit a big old tornado DDT. Beautiful move, by the way, the tornado DDT. Ooh, love look. It love looking at it. Uh, but then um, he went. He's gonna go for the pin. Miz distracted him from the outside, and Morrison rolled up Ricochet for a near fall. Um, and then um, Morrison got the win because he threw Ricochet outside of the ring, beat him up a little bit, got back in the ring, and then Ricochet tried to get back in the ring, but Miz blocked him with his wheelchair. So, Ricochet lost both weeks now. We've had a sort of, like, screwy finish with last week the double countout, this week the double countout. And so, they announced later in the week, next week they're going to be taking on in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Ooh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for that. It'll be so good. Anyway, um, action here. It was fine. Um, I like how they used Miz's wheelchair for the finish, kind of like blocking Ricochet, even though Ricochet could have just, like, He's shown that he can, A, jump over it, or B, just run around it. Like, the wheelchair is not that fast, we've seen. So, there is a bit of logic hole there, but at least it made a little bit of sense, kind of. Uh, Entering action here was fine. The Miss TV segment was fine. It was all fine. Whatever. I'm just excited for that false count anywhere match. Yeah. Um, and then we went backstage, and Jinder Hall showed up on a motorcycle, and then he said he was going to beat Drew McIntyre. So, yay, Jinder Mahal versus Drew McIntyre. Have things ever been, Mark Setting? Next up was uh, the, the bar- not barrel, but Nikki Cross getting roasted by Creative, which uh, we already talked about. And then after that was Mustafa Ali versus a man sore, which was nice, you know, following a little storyline. Um, Mansoor took the advantage early. He hit uh, Ali with a nice little inverted atomic drop spine buster. Very good spine buster, by the way. Combo early. And then um, he used to step up in Siguri, and that kind of like knocked Ali back. He went to the floor, but, oh, he got his leg caught in the rope. And so that was, like, hurting him a lot. And Ali, you could obviously see he, like, got stuck on purpose. And so Ali was stuck, and the referee was trying to help him. So Mansoor... Um, went over to help him too, and they eventually got Ollie out. But Ollie was like pretending he was like writhing in pain, like his leg hurt. And Mansoor was kind of like trying to help him up because he's a baby face. But then Ollie rolled him up for a three count, and then he's like, haha, that's why you shouldn't trust anyone. Um, this match was short, very short. I thought it was fine though. I, I don't like Mansoor losing so much because he was on a 49 match winning streak, and then he lost by DQ. And then he lost this week by roll-up. But I do think the story they're telling with Ali is actually quite a good one. I do like it, where, like, you can't trust anyone. Action here was short, but I thought it was fine. I think it was more just, like, trying to tell a story. And I thought it told that story rather well. This, I thought, was it's, – it's sad when one of the highlights on the show was, like, a three-minute match. Oh, oh, it is so sad. Um – and then so, next, speaking of highlights on the show, this was the opposite of one. Drew McIntyre, like I said earlier, I'm convinced that Creative hates him. Because, so he was back, he was about to face off against Jinder Mahal. We went backstage, and he was shown on, so we had a sword. And then, um, some, I think it's Sarah Schreiber, I don't know her last name, but that Sarah girl, she, not Renee, uh, she walked up and interviewed him. She's like, oh, hey, Drew, how'd you get your sword? And so the, Shoot reason. I shoot, right? 
Yeah, the shoot reason is because it's actually Vince's sword. But then Drew told this whole big story about how he put the Loch Ness monster in a rear naked chokehold. And then he hit him with a claymore and it knocked out one of the Loch Ness monster's teeth. And then he made his sword out of the tooth. And then the Loch Ness monster told him that someday you're going to beat Drew McIntyre on Raw. I'm not even kidding. That was the gist of the promo. A poor Drew McIntyre. Poor Drew. He was doing his best, but it, it, it hurts me physically watching this. It really does. It was it was es horrible, as the Spanish would say. Uh, yeah, this sucked. Um, so, yeah, Jinder singles action against Drew. Um, Drew went on the offensive early, but uh, eventually Jinder was able to counter and threw him in the corner and kept just punching him and punching him and a bunch of stuff. Um, Drew threw him a haul to the outside. Um but then Jinder was able to recover with help from Veer and Shanky, who are like his manager bodyguard people. Uh, and he hit Drew with a suplex onto the announce table. Uh, eventually, they fought back in the ring. Drew hit a um, Glasgow kiss and a Future Shock DDT. But before he could um, get the cover, Veer and Shanky ran in the ring, and they all started beating down Drew. And so it was a disqualification. Drew wins by disqualification. Um Veer and Shanky threw Drew into the corner and then just beat him up for a little bit. And then Jinder hit the Colossus on Drew. And then Jinder took um, Drew's sword that, might I remind you, is made of a Loch Ness monster tooth, apparently. Um, This was not good. I mean, the in-ring action, it was like two or three minutes. It was whatever. Uh, Jinder Hall stole a sword, which is stupid. And it was a DQ finish. So, yeah, this was not good. It was bad. It was not good. It was not good. And then, uh, speaking of things that were a bad, uh, next up was a squash match in the form of Mason T-Bart versus the Lucha Suck Party. I mean, house party. In a tag team match, um, Mason T-Bart, again, with these off-and-on pushes, they'll get a couple wins against the House Party, and then they'll disappear for a month, and then they'll get a couple more wins, and they'll disappear. Yeah. So, um, remember when they were the big angle on the Raw after WrestleMania, when they joined the Hurt Business? I remember. It feels like such a long time ago. Anyway, so um, this was the next match. Uh, T-Bar started with Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado went with the, for a client crossbody. T-Bar caught him, and then he just like a gut buster you know, to the knee, and then he just threw him over the ropes, and then T-Bar beat up Metal Lake and, um, on the outside, and Mace continued to beat up Dorado. Um, back at the ring, they went for the double chokeslam finish thing they do, but Grand Malik was able to stop him with a springboard double drop kick. Ooh, how fancy. Uh, but then T-Bar just threw Metal Elite to the outside. Um, wait, what? I could have... Sw- really? So T-Bar threw Metal Elite to the outside, but somehow he ended up hitting Mace on the way, and then T-Bar... And then Dorado hit T-Bar with a Hurricane Rana in Lucha House Party 1? What? Really? They they did? I could have swore that the other guys won. Uh, I could have swore that Retribution, not Retribution, won. Really? Lucia House Party went over on your Monster Heel tag team? Oh my god, that's horrible looking. Oh crap, jeez. I'm sorry, I'm actually shocked by this. I, I could have swore, I'm just checking my notes now, and I, I, I just realized I could have swore that um, Mason T-Bar won, just because it, it just makes so much more sense. Okay, in-ring action here was two minutes. Again, it was like two minutes long. It was fine. Whatever. Horrible booking. Poor, per usual. Lucha House Party. They're never going to do anything in this company. They've been a tag team for the better part of five years, have never won the tag team title, and this is a company 
where just about any team can win the tag titles. So that's when you know it's bad. So next up, though, was actually, we're coming, third hour, third hour, we're on third hour, a particularly bad third hour, but, oh, come on, we just got to make it through this third hour, and then I can be done. Okay, so it was, um, AJ Styles versus Riddle, uh, Riddle, uh, AJ, was this story here that AJ was working over, Riddle's, um, leg a lot, it was quite good, uh, it was quite good, so Styles, uh, took advantage immediately, and he managed to get Riddle down, um, AJ just repeatedly working over the injured leg here. Uh, Riddle was it was like hard for him to like walk around and like in because a lot of his um, offense works with like his kicks and his knees, so he was having trouble kind of like getting any offense in. Um, AJ put, kept he put in a submission like a knee bar on Riddle, but Riddle was able to kick it, or like send him to the outside, and then he um, and then Riddle hit him with a crane kick, hit AJ with a crane kick, Karate Kid style. Which was quite a good, quite a good, um, quite a good spot, I thought. Um, yeah, and then, um, but then, um, Omos kind of made the distraction with the referee not able to see, and um, so AJ was able to take back control. We went to a break. We came back. AJ was still in control, and was just continuing to work over the ankle. Riddle was able to get out of the ring, and then he hit a knee to the jaw on AJ and a Broton, but his leg kind of gave out. He wasn't able to get the Covering time, so it was just a near fall. Uh, AJ went for the phenomenal forearm. You're, he was, like, setting up for it. But then Omos got distracted by the Viking Raiders, and um, so AJ was kind of, like, distracted by them, too. And that around Riddle, the baby face, to roll up AJ for the win. And then um, Riddle and the Viking Raiders kind of celebrated together. Sure, whatever. Uh, I thought the end reaction here was fine. I thought these two, they didn't get a ton of time. But I thought with what they did, they told a nice story, and I really did like the crane kick spot. I thought it was quite funny. Um, it was fine, like nothing great or anything, but it was it was fine stuff. Um, I mean, these two are gonna have a bad match, but yeah, like the distraction finish is a bit cheap, especially considering Riddle is a babyface. But I can kind of accept it given he just like how bad his leg was injured. He was kind of just like desperate, and uh, we're obviously building to um. RK Bro versus Styles and Omos at, I presume, SummerSlam. So, uh, yeah, this was solid. Probably one of the better things on the show, which was a, it was a poor show, but, you know, whatever. Uh, it was one of the better things on the show. And then they announced that um next week, AJ and AJ would take on one of the Viking Raiders and Omos would take on the other in uh, Omos's first singles match. I can't tell which Viking. I don't remember which Viking Raiders. Um. They also announced that uh, in two weeks' time, so the first Raw with back with fans, uh, AJ and Omos are going to defend their tag titles against Viking Raiders. And then they announced next week Humberto Carrillo, who uh, is part of the 24-7 title scene, is getting a title shot against Sheamus for the U.S. title, even though that feud stopped like two months ago. Yeah, fun. Um, and so after this was another poor, poor, poor thing. Charlotte came out to give us an injury up, update after last week, even though, I mean, it was a chop block. Like, people do them all the time. But um, she said she might miss money in the bank and not be able to compete against Ripley. But then Ripley came out with the crutch, too, and she was pretending to be injured. And it was so bad. Like, Ripley's acting was, like, so over-exaggerated. It was horrible. Um, Ripley got in the ring with her crutch and um, – she was like, Charlotte, you're a drama queen. You're fine, blah, blah. And then um, she knocked her crutch out of the way, proving, oh, well, she was faking it the whole time. Who would have thought? And then they both grabbed the crutches and tried to hit each other. But then Ripley um, was able to hit Charlotte on the gut. But then Charlotte rolled to the outside and ran away. 
And she was kind of like, haha, I got you, even though Ripley beat her up, but whatever. Um, this this sucked. Um, it was horrible. Ripley and Charlotte are the worst. Like, is Charlotte supposed to be the baby face here? Because Ripley's acting like a bit of a jerk. Um, yeah, this sucks. It's horrible. I hate it. Anyway, um, yeah, so that was really bad. Next up, another bad thing. Elias and Cedric Alexander versus Jackson Wrecker and R-Truth in a tag team match. So everyone came out. Or the match was about to start, but then Akira Tozawa, the 24-7 title, which WWE just decided to bring back randomly, he came running out trying to run away, and the rest of the 24-7 title scene followed him. R-Truth tried to roll up Tozawa, but he couldn't get him, and then R-Truth, one of the baby faces was just like, oh, by Jackson Riker. And then he just ran away to follow 24-7 titles, title people. So this was potentially a two-on-one handicap match because the bell never rang yet. So it's Elias and Cedric Alexander versus um, Jackson Riker, essentially. Um, so he ran away, and then the match started. A Riker took down Cedric immediately, but then Cedric was able to hit him with a boot and um, for like a springboard DDT thing. But then he got caught with a uh, got caught with a like a slam, um, and then so um, uh, so Cedric tried to make the tag to Alexander because he just got taken down. But or sorry, Alexander tried to make the tag to Elias, but Elias just dropped out of the ring and left. How exciting! And and so this and then so um, and then Riker just hit um, Cedric with a slam and got the win. What a great segment! What a great segment! What are a match? This sucked. Uh, again, and again, it, this was like two minute tag team match. Um, the baby face left, and then the heel left. This wasn't even a tag team match. It was essentially a one on one match. And Elias just, and then Riker just beat Alexander immediately, which sucks because it looks like Alexander was kind of getting a push. But no, he just loses in two minutes to Jackson Riker. Wow, this feud between Elias and Jackson and Jackson Riker is trash. It sucks. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, back to a decent thing on the show. The main event was um, Bobby Lashley and MVP versus The New Day in a tag team match. And I have eight minutes to finish this. I'll have to record the outro later. Um, okay. So, Woodson MVP started the match. And um, but MVP was able to – or, sorry, Woods was able to take advantage early. And this, um, and then he tagged Kobe, who got a near fall on MVP. MVP managed to turn things around and – just got, he tagged Lashley in, and then Lashley kind of dominated Kovey for a little bit and just kind of like threw him around the ring. Um, but then Kovey was able to um, kind of counter and hit Lashley with a big old kick. But then uh, Lashley again was able to take advantage with a big old slam and threw Kofi into the corner and then tagged MVP back in. And they both started kind of like working over Kofi a little bit. Um, but then um, New Day or Kofi was able to take back advantage of MVP and threw him into the New Day's corner. And um, they're kind of working him over. Um, Lashley tried to get in the ring to check on MVP, but then he got hit with a dive. Or he tried to go over to help out MVP, but then he got hit with a dive to the outside um, by, I think it was Kofi. Um, it was either Kofi or Woods. Shoot. Anyway, and then we, after, well, anyway, after that, we went to commercial break. Or both, or Lashley, so Woods took out MVP, and then Lashley took out Kofi. Both would dive to the outsides. Um we came back after the break. MVP managed to get back in control on Woods, but then Woods was able to reverse tag in Kovey, who hit a super kick for a near call. Near near call? A near fall. Um, Kovey went for a double team move with Woods, but then and um, lack, and that, 
sorry, Kofi got hit with a double team move by Lashley and MVP, and Lashley was trying to pin him. Woods broke up the pin. Um, Lashley then threw Woods to the outside, but then um, so MVP was legal man, and then Kofi hit Lashley with the Trouble in Paradise. Woods then took out Lashley on the other side, and Kofi hit the Trouble in Paradise on MVP for the win, and then they um, kind of escaped. Yeah. Um, this was a solid main event, a good time match. I enjoyed it. It was nothing, like, great or anything, but it, it was solid. I, I don't know what to tell you. It was good. It was decent. Um, so if you want to get my final thoughts on this episode, Raw, you can get that in the outro, which is just coming up in a second. And it will be, but it will actually be recorded, like, an hour later. That'll be fun. So, uh, yeah, I'll see you at the outro. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brett A. Where it is currently, it's it's a, you know, I'm I'm Brett from the future, um, because it's an hour, roughly an hour later, then um more than an hour later actually, because I had to I had to go to a workout class, so uh, sick. So yeah, um, I'm currently currently this is Brett in the future. Um, I'm actually so raw. Raw was bad. Um, the New Day main event was fi- was solid. Um. The AJ Riddle match was solid. Um, other than that, everything was kind of not good. Um, like I, everything like the Charlotte stuff was bad. The um, other stuff was not, or the all the women's vision stuff was bad, especially the Cross and Charlotte and all that joint. Um, Miz TV was okay. Ricochet Morrison was okay, actually. All the Drew stuff was not good, which mostly it wasn't really on him. But, yeah, it's just, ugh. Um, yeah, it's not good. Um, Raw was bad, essentially. But uh, quick before we do the final, we end this show, got a quick update on Jimmy Uso. This is uh, Russell Votes. They're pretty reliable, so I trust them. Uh, and I quote this from their Twitter. Uh, I've spoken to two sources this morning on the Jimmy Uso news. I can say with certainty that a few, quote, high-level people in power are extremely disappointed and legitimately P-I-S-S-E-D off. Where this PG, PG show, over the arrest. Um, this many times isn't a mistake or bad luck. It's personal judgment, not good. That's, uh, yeah, apparently people are very unhappy about this. We'll have to see. Uh, WWE's Twitter has not really said anything about it. Um, uh, I mean, obviously. And um, Uso's Twitter, ditto that, nothing from them. So, uh, yeah. Um, still, still developing situation, kind of. We'll see if, because he's, I believe it's a $500 bond or something, something like that. So, yeah, we'll have to see how things turn out. But, yeah, that sucks. It really does. But, uh, anyway, so, yeah, after our time, uh, follow us on Twitter at The Suplex Show and follow me on Twitter at Kind Platypus. Um, send in any Wii games that you think are good to DM me, DM me, or suplexshowgmail.com because I'm getting a Wii, baby. I'm thinking about, I'm looking at Madden, a Madden game. Um, I think I'm looking for Madden 10 because I've heard that one's pretty good. So, um, yeah, um, what else, man? I don't really know. I don't really know. Um... Like, 
Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen. Um, make sure to give a five-star review if you can. And if not, go to those other places, follow us there, and give us a five-star review there because we can use all the followers and reviews that we can get. Um, if you have, you know, anything that could, like, make the show better, like any advice on how to make the show better, or even just, like, a question or something you want to be right on the show, send that to the suplex show at gmail.com, and I'll make sure to shout you out in an episode, which is always a good time. And, um... What else? Well, uh, oh yeah, tell your friends to listen. Tell people on Twitter to listen. We need listeners. Uh, thanks for listening. Bye.